Welcome back to the podcast. This is Kasha Rashfal. I'm so excited to talk to you today about why energy works or why energy healing works, even when we don't feel good, even when we're not positive about it, even if we're freaking out. Okay, so let me share a story with you. I was in instructor training uh, once studying well, it's a level I've taken before. Obviously, it's a level of kinesiology that I work with a lot with my clients. And um, I was asked to, do I want to teach this at some point? And I said, yes, of course, I love this stuff. And so I'm sitting in instructor training. It's day one, and I'm taking notes, and I'm all excited. And all of a sudden, I read something in the instructor manual. And as my teacher is talking through this stuff, and I feel myself getting anxious. And the anxiety grows and grows and completely, uh, my, my amygdala completely hijacks my body. I freeze up. I lose all cognition and basically spend the next day trying to um, like not only stay present in class, but also figure out what is this? What happened? Because, you know, I'm fairly intelligent. I've lots of trainings, lots of things that I already teach. What, what happened here that took me out, you know, mentally, emotionally in this class that I was so excited about. And not just that, but then how do I get back into being present, being able to hear what's happening, being able to take in the information again, so that I can then get back to, um, you know, studying and, and then be able to, at some point, teach this material coherently, right? It was awful. And I can tell you that in those moments, um, you know, I've had time to deconstruct kind of what happened. And it actually has, it was such a beautiful experience, because even though in the moment, it was awful, and I felt really foolish, actually, sitting there in class, freaking out, um, you know, not being able to manage my own thoughts and my own energy. But what I was doing to get myself back into a place of peace and calm was using all my energy medicine tools to calm my nervous system. And it wasn't instantaneous, but it did work. And I share that story because it, to me, it illustrates how even when we are in a meltdown, if we know how to work with our nervous system and how to use the energy rivers of like the meridians and the acupoints on our body, um, even just a few of them, we can calm our system down, be able to get back into, you know, the rational component of our mind, the rational thinking um, and hear our intuition and really hear what is happening why that situation arose and what is it that we are meant to take away from it like the the wisdom right doesn't always happen in in order doesn't always happen in a linear fashion um sometimes it takes a moment and it, it took me several days to kind of deconstruct what had happened with me and i realized uh once i had done the the reconstruct or the deconstructing that the the surprising bit of information that i um, that I happened upon in the instructor manual um, actually activated a very old trauma pattern for me, a trauma pattern that had to do with surprise. And uh, I, I didn't really understand that that was still in there, but it was, it was a pattern that had been running 
for many, many, you know, decades, right? I'm 45. Um, it's been there a while. Um, and I wasn't aware that how deep this went. And this was the perfect storm, the perfect opportunity to help me um, become aware of this pattern and heal it. And not only that, bring me to a deeper understanding of how um, how developmental trauma and childhood trauma impacts the system and set me on a you know another deeper course of study so that I can bring this wisdom both to myself, to my own healing path, but also to my work with my clients. So when you're in a meltdown, right? None of, none of it makes sense. But if you know what to do with your body, with your, um, how to um, work with, with the, some, at least some of the meridians in your body, um, you can bring yourself back to a place of presence, not joy or happiness or anything, but just a place of presence where you can sit with whatever your body is experiencing, even if it's a traumatic reaction, so that you can, you know, finish whatever it is, whatever situation you're in, you can just be there um, and and get through it in whatever way so that you can then move on to the next thing, right? It's it, the energy medicine doesn't or energy healing doesn't always make everything, you know, super great right away but it works with our body to start regulating that which is dysregulated. So I want to share how and why, why it works and why you don't have to think positive, why you don't have to feel good, why you can literally be having a meltdown. But if you know how to work with your energy meridians and uh, certain points on your body, you can actually start to disengage that limbic system so that you can start thinking straight again and make sense of what's going on and make sure you're safe and 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 go from there, right? So if you can imagine the our, our body is made up of various channels of energy, various tissues, various energy systems. And of course, we know by now that everything is energy. So even though I am sitting here talking to my computer, right? It's recording me. I'm sitting by my desk. I'm sitting on a very solid chair. I can touch my body and feel it. Um, it's not solid per se. You are not solid as you're sitting there listening to it or watching, watching this, right? We are energy. If we zoom down far enough, we are energy. We are oscillations of energy popping in and out of existence. And our body is made up of channels that um, funnel this energy and run this energy. And one of the systems of energy that I work with in my work that energy medicine works with and energy kinesiology works with is the meridian system. And you can think of meridians as rivers of energy and they are all connected in the body. So one flows into the next, into the next, into the next. They feed each other. They borrow energy from each other. Um, and we have technically 14, although there are there are others as well that have been mapped. And so you know, for the purposes of this episode, I'm going to only talk about the 14. Um, they feed each other. They are all connected. It's like a closed loop circuit, kind of like a system of rivers, or if you can imagine like a like an infinity pool, a set of infinity pools or fountains that flow into each other, right? So let's say we've got this circuit of 14 rivers or 14 channels of water that are flowing into each other and they're doing okay, they're flowing. What happens if you 
toss or throw a pebble into one of the channels. Well, for starters, it'll make ripples along the surface, right? And the pebble will sink to the bottom and it'll sit there. So imagine throwing one pebble. Imagine throwing a pebble every so often, right? Into the same river or into all of them versus throwing a boulder, a massive, gigantic boulder. Very different, right? We can, we can um, say that the pebble is a tiny stress that might shake you up a little bit, right? It'll ripple, it'll, it'll be annoying perhaps, versus a boulder, which can be a very acute or traumatic um, circumstance, like a, like a loss or an accident or some sort of um, circumstance, event that happens that jams up the channel, right? This is the boulder, we're throwing that in. It sends not just ripples, but waves. And if the boulder is big enough, it can actually block the flow of the river, of the channel, if it's a massive boulder. And then unless that boulder is removed so that the flow can continue and res like resume and continue, it'll stay stuck there. And that's what not only trauma, but big stress, right? And trauma and stress are not always the same thing. They can be. But if you have had big, acute trauma that happened once or more than once, that is akin to throwing boulders over and over or one big boulder into the channel, stopping the flow or interfering with the flow. So as our meridian uh, system flows energy throughout our body, every stress, every traumatic experience, anything that is not resolved where we are brought back to equilibrium, back to peace, back to a place of neutrality, whether physically, emotionally, or mentally, or even chemically, we can have chemical trauma from toxicity. The flow of our meridians gets interrupted. The role of energy medicine or energy healing is to remove the interference patterns of those stresses. It's basically like taking those pebbles, taking those boulders, out of the river so that the flow can resume and continue. And this is why you don't first have to be happy or think positive or have had to you know, deal with all your, your like limiting belief systems or all your conditioning uh, from your childhood or something like that in order to start clearing the stresses out. You can simply work with your meridians, work with some of the acupressure points that um, activate flow that if one meridian has too much energy, there's too much you know, water flowing in one of the rivers because it's so dammed up, the other one has, doesn't have enough, there are things you can do to balance that flow so that the flow continues the way it's supposed to. And again, it's independent of how you feel about it or think about it, which is why I love the energetic kinesiology, the energy medicine, because um, even if you're freaking out, you can do things with yourself. And um, I, I've shown so many techniques. Maybe what I'll do is I'll record a special episode on, on some of the um, simple things that you can do that allow your body to start rerouting the energy back to optimal flow. The simplest one, which I can show, um, obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see it. If you're listening to it, I will describe it. If you take your hand, and on the back of your hand, 
the crease between your pinky and your ring finger, just above that crease where, where your two fingers come together, you can gently tap there or hold there. This is an acupressure point that corresponds to a point on your triple heater meridian. And it is aptly known as the panic and fear button. Your triple heater meridian is one of the channels of energy that um, tends to get energized, not tends to, does get energized when you uh, need to fight, flee, or freeze in order for survival, right? It is responsible for that system of survival that we love so much in our body. We are grateful for it because it has kept us alive <laughs> for so many times. But if that system doesn't know how to um, relax after, right, you can in the moment um, start tapping just above that crease between your pinky and your ring finger or even just holding it. I was actually doing that the other day when I was at the dentist and I was having a cavity, um, an old filling taken out and a new filling put in. And it's not my favorite place, right? My nervous system was really jacked up because of the sounds, the smells, the like. I'm so grateful to dentists. I, I really appreciate them, but I just do not love having dental work done. And so I, my, my body was stressed and I just lay there in the chair while they did their work and I tapped like pretty much consistently. And sometimes I would switch to the other hand, really doesn't matter which hand you use and just tapped. And then I held and then I tapped and I breathed. <laughs> so it, it helped because my body knew that I was in a safe space and I was able to, you know, not entirely because of, it, it was just a stressful situation. I do have anxiety around dental work, but, but it was enough that I was able to stay calm not quite peaceful, but calm and, and allow the dentist to do her work and, and, you know, everything was fine. And then I went home and I did some more balancing and, and my body is fine. So energy work works because we are tapping into the, the, like the, the flows of, of energies that are innate to who we are. It's how we're built. And if we know how to, um, I want to use the word manipulate, but not, not because it's, it, we're manipulating ourselves, but we're, we're simply rooting energy, inviting the energy to keep flowing, even when it wants to stop or sometimes God forbid reverse. If our energy runs in reverse, that can cause some real nasty health issues. Um, right. And chronic stress and chronic trauma, especially causes interference. So this is a quick band-aid solution. But if you use enough, if you if you know more about how you can help yourself, um, it's not that the Band-Aids solve everything, but they get you through some of those hard situations so that when you can have more support and you can unravel some of those traumas from the past and start taking some of those boulders and pebbles out of your nervous system permanently, um, you know, obviously then that gets you the rest of the way. But it all basically works on the same principle. We are removing stress and returning or restoring flow in the body. You don't have to understand how that works. You don't have to feel good about it, right? You don't have to be happy, but it does help you. So I will, um, I will make a, I think I'll do that. I'll make a video that shows a, a simple flow of energy uh, medicine tools that you can use to help yourself in stressful situations. I'll share that on the, on the podcast when it's ready.
What I wanted to invite you to is my embodied intuition training coming up on September 8th. We're going to be talking about not only what is intuition and how to hone it and be able to receive it uh, more clearly and precisely, but we're going to um, specifically focus on our body to do that, right? Intuition is not just a mental exercise. It is a whole body receiving experience. And so we'll be using energy medicine tools in order to do that. And I'm going to be sharing a bunch of them with you on September 8th. It's a free training and I'll put the link to register down in the show notes and I'll see you next time.